0: Damian Lillard wants a trade out of Portland, but New Orleans isn't one of his preferred destinations. The Pelicans have the assets to get a deal done, but should they look to bring Dame to the Big Easy? I'll tell you what a trade looks like and why they want to make a move like this in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on the 4th of July, and we got a Damian Lillard trade episode. This feels like it happens once a year, but feels like this year could be different. So thank you for making Locked Pelicans your first listen, even on a holiday today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. Yeah, even on a holiday, not taking any days off, bringing you the Pelicans content that you want to hear. We were going to talk about Summer League today. If you're in every day or you heard me say that in yesterday's show, we'll look at that tomorrow. The Damian Lillard news is a little too big to ignore. And I want to dive into a couple of different factors with it. You know, the situation the Blazers find themselves in. You know, why New Orleans might look to make a move like this, and it's a gamble, but why would they want to do that? And then what a hypothetical trade looks like, because honestly, it's not as bad as you think. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. That's prizepicks.com promo code LOCKED so tomorrow, Summer League is what we'll talk about. But today, Damian Lillard wants out. You know, the Blazers find themselves in a weird situation. You could argue that he's the best player in franchise history. They haven't been as competitive during his tenure there as, you know, they should have been. Haven't really built a true title contender around him. And now he's like, you know what, I want to go and I, I kind of want to try and win in the final like third of my career. You know, you drafted Scoot Henderson. He's not going to help us win a title this season. He's a couple of years away, maybe not as long as some other players. But still, I want to go where I can compete next season and maybe win an NBA title. And he's come up with a preferred list of places to play. Brooklyn and Miami. Miami mainly being the one of places he wants to play. So New Orleans isn't on that list. Maybe Milwaukee, too. But it was reported that the Pelicans have called and asked about Damian Lillard. And that's where I think things get interesting. Does it truly matter what Damian Lillard wants? He's under contract for four more years. And Portland, while yes, they want to do right by him, they also need to do what's right for the franchise. And that might basically contradict what's best for Damian Lillard. You look at some of the teams that he wants to go to, let's look at Miami, you know, a a package around Tyler Hero and one first round pick that they can offer is not appealing. They don't have much that they can do. You know, they don't even have really, you know, other than Kyle Lowry, a big contract that gives you like salary relief. And I don't know if that's really what Portland cares about because Portland doesn't attract free agents. So if you have cap space, what does it matter? Although there is a reason to have that and you can use it other ways too. So Portland's going to try and help him and get him to a place that he would like to be, I'm sure. And stars tend to get what they want in the league, but the offer from Miami is just not good that I think it does open the door for other teams to come in and make, you know, some calls. The Celtics have called. We we saw that as well. And a couple of other teams, the Knicks did as well. And I don't think Miami, if you're looking at it in terms of just what's the best offer for Portland to take, well, it's definitely not that one. So this all of a sudden starts to become a little bit more realistic than it might have in the past. And Portland, you know, given that they have a lot of leverage here, I don't think right now, today, we'll send him to Miami. That might change. And again, star players tend to get what they want, but they do that when they have one or two years left on their deal, not when they have Four, really three, because it's a player option in the final year. And we'll look at his contract in the next segment, because honestly, his aging contract is a little bit scary. But is that a risk that the Pelicans are willing to take? Is that a risk that you want to see the Pelicans take? And, you know, when Dame originally requested his trade, I didn't think we'd be doing a show about it here. You know, it didn't seem like New Orleans really could do this. And then the more you start to look at this, well, yeah. I think they could make an offer that doesn't give up one of Zion or Brandon Ingram or even Trey Murphy. And we'll look at what that trade would be in the third segment. And in the second segment, we'll look at why the Pelicans might do this, his contract, and all of those things. But I think this is one of those situations where, you know, you try and help Damian Lillard. But if the right offer doesn't materialize, you just say, like, sorry, dude, you know. We, we owe it to the franchise. You don't want to be here anymore. So essentially, you're not part of the franchise at the moment. So we're not going to send you exactly where you want to go. And I would not be surprised if Portland draws a hard line in a way that we don't often see with superstar traits. And while, yes, the star players get what they want, you know, he's under contract for a long time. And I find this very different than James Harden in his when he wanted out in Houston, he was under three or four years left at that point. You know, they didn't have to trade him. But Harden is a much different player than Damian Lillard. And I think that also gets factored into this, into the equation of do you want to take a risk on this sort of thing? And it is a risk. There's risks with the contract, potentially declining in play. Could he be unhappy? All of those things make this a little bit of a risk for New Orleans. But I think it's a risk worth taking, and I think the Pelicans even realized that this is a risk worth taking. So let's look at all of that. Why would the Pelicans do this? Let's look at Lillard's contract, his age, and his desire to play in New Orleans or not. If he doesn't, does it matter? I think the answer to that is going to be no, and I'll explain why. There's some logic behind this. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize is daily fantasy made easy. It's very simple. You pick two to six players, and if they go score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And the best part is, you're not competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. And Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch NBA, when it's in season, right now, MLB, you can get in on everything. And entries can be made in 60 seconds. Or less, it's that easy, and they also offer safe and fast withdrawals. So, download the Prize app or go to prizepicks.com, sign up, and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. You deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. You deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget, enter promo code Locked On at up for an instant deposit match up to $100 and thank you for making a locked on pelicans your first listen today and every day if you're an everydayer we're going to be talking about the summer league squad tomorrow give you everything you need to know with the pelicans first game this coming friday who are we keeping an eye on what do you want to see out of some of these guys will some of those guys be here in the future (laughs) Those are a little bit of open questions right now as we talk about Damian Lillard and what a trade would look like. Two quick things here. Yesterday when I was talking about the salary cap situation and the luxury tax, one thing that I want to clarify is you have to be under the luxury tax at the end of the season. For a guy like Kyra Lewis Jr., if you're talking about dumping him, well, that's before the trade deadline because you can't really trade players after the fact. You occasionally see it at the end of the season between the regular season and the start of the league new year which is july 1 but it's very very rare so functionally for the pelicans to get under the salary cap unless you have non-guaranteed contracts with late dates or something like that you essentially need to do it at the nba trade deadline but that's not when you actually have to be under that there's some mechanisms to get under it later though you rarely see those used so it's probably not worth going into that Also, on the cap numbers that I said, I factored in them waving Garrett Temple. When people are like, well, they could just wave Temple and save $5 million. No, like, he's gone. This dude ain't coming back. That's already factored into all of the math. And, of course, it's setting up a new studio here. So, if the quality's a little bit weird, I think it sounds good. I think it might just have a slight bit of reverb or echo. Sorry, as I hit a chair here. On the back end of it, that'll get sorted out in the next couple of weeks as I get some more soundproofing and things like that into the room. Okay. Damian Lillard. Why do the Pelicans do this? Why do the Pelicans do this? This guy's going to be 33 this year. His contract is big. He makes 45.6 million dollars this season, 48.8 the next year, 58.5 in 2025, 2026, and then in the final year of his deal, when he would be 36 years old, he is a player option for 63.2 million dollars. Is he going to be worth $63.2 million in four years? I'll be honest. He might be. He's good. While that contract is kind of scary, Damian Lillard is an awesome freaking basketball player. He's actually one of my favorite players to watch in the league. I like guard play, and he's one of my favorite players to watch. This past season, he just set a career high in points per game at 32.2. He shot from three for his career, 37% on over eight attempts per game. The volume is there. You know he's got like a hand thing you do for him. What time is it? It's game time when he just decides to take over fourth quarters and close out games, something the Pelicans have been lacking. And when you look at certain combined metrics, and a combined metric is kind of one of those all-in-one numbers. PER is the one you probably know the most about. Box score plus minus, real plus minus, all of those things. And I don't love some of those. And a lot of those metrics, he grades out as a top 10, top 5 guy. Dude's still really, really good. And if you want some elite guard play around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, because we're going to do a trade without including either of them in the deal— I don't know if it gets much better than Damian Lillard. He's just like a proven playoff guy. That walk-off he had against the Oklahoma City Thunder, I think it was, when he waved goodbye like that, I, had, I got to cover that on Locked On NBA, it happened on a Tuesday night, it was one of the most badass moments I think I've ever seen in the postseason. The dude is just a cold-blooded clutch player. You know, again, you just go like this, it's the fourth quarter, and you start hitting your wrist, tapping it, because it's game time, because it's a thing, because it happens... So often, a guy with that killer instinct to just put teams away, it feels like you want something like that on the Pelicans, that you need something like that on the Pelicans. Damian Lillard can provide that, and I don't know if that's something that players like grow into because he came into the league with that. If you go back to his rookie year, he was having moments like that. Dude is just stone-cold killer. Now, here's the big problem with Damian Lillard and the trade that we'll look at coming up next in the show, you're going to have to pay the luxury tax with him on the roster because you're going to be trading a number of guys away you need to fill roster spots. And that means you're going into the tax and not going into the tax like two, three million dollars. You need to go into the tax a good bit. And also Damian Lillard probably wouldn't be like, uh, he'll probably be like, trade me immediately. If he gets traded here, if he realizes the team isn't going to pay the tax. And the Blazers have paid the tax. They've also ducked the tax a lot, too, while he was there. So I said in yesterday's show, you know, if they make the right move, it was Jared Allen we were talking about using him as the example, they would go into the tax. I feel pretty confident they would go into the tax if they had Damian Lillard, Zion Williamson, and Brandon Ingram on this team. feel pretty confident in that. You, you have to. If they don't, we got to have a big conversation. So I think they'd be prepared for that if they're making a move like that. So the fact that they're calling about Damian Lillard, I think says they're, they're willing to pay the tax and sign some guys on vet minimum deals. You know, Malik Beasley just signed one with the Milwaukee Bucks. You'd be able to get some people, I think, in that could really help you with that. So there's a very realistic possibility that if they trade for Damian Lillard, they're going all in on being a contender. And they should. You know, I was on WWL radio and I was asked a question kind of about window for the Pelicans. Right now, it seems almost every single team in the league views the window right now as the next two years. Every team in the West views it as that. Because whether you're mediocre or good, if you have a high payroll, as the Pelicans do, you're going to have to dismantle the team. You're going to have to dismantle your team in two years. It's, It's just as simple as that. Whether you're good or not. High payroll, two years, can't do it anymore. So, if you're the Pelicans, you may as well try. If you know that you're going to have to blow up your roster, you may as well try and be good for the next two years or as good as possible. You're seeing the Suns do that. You're seeing the Warriors still try and do that. You're seeing the Celtics do that. I'm probably forgetting a team or two, the Clippers, one of them as well. They get hardened. Teams are going all in because they know, well, even with the roster we got before we go all in, we're going to have to blow it up. We may as well blow it up with the best possible roster these next, you know, these past two years. So there's risk for this for New Orleans. You might go through a lengthy rebuild and not have picks, or good picks, I should say. You're going to have to give up a young player or two in a deal like this that kills some of the sustainability that they've been trying to build. But I don't know if that kind of small market sustainability that David Griffin has talked a lot about and that we would like to see in new Orleans actually exists under the new collective bargaining agreement. So go all in, go all in. If it's Damian Lillard, particularly because you can probably get him cheaper than you would have ever been able to get him before. This is not a Damian Lillard trade from two years ago. Even last season, you can get him for less now because he wants to go to the Miami heat and their offer is garbage. Take advantage of that. If he doesn't want to be here, he's under contract for four years. Deal with it, Dame. The other thing is, he doesn't strike me as the pouty type of guy like James Harden is. Harden was a threat to maybe sit out for a year or two. Damian Lillard's got like $200 million left on his deal. You want to sit out and not get that money? That's not going to happen. He's going to play. Harden made life terrible for everybody around him. Because at times he's just a bad teammate. And he pouts and whatever. You don't get that feeling from Damian Lillard. He gave Portland so much time to figure it out. He was patient with them. He was loyal with them. That seems to be the kind of person that he is. That yeah, he'd like to go to Miami. If he doesn't end up on the Miami Heat, is he going to not play basketball? Is he not going to try and win basketball games? Of course not. He's going to play. He's going to compete. He's going to be the best teammate he can because he strikes you as just a very professional dude in a way that James Harden isn't. And so if I'm the Pelicans, you don't want to be here? I take that risk. I take that risk almost every single time, I think. And that's why the Pelicans are calling about him because I think they're potentially willing to take that risk too. So what does a trade look like? Who's got to be included in this? It's not as much as you think. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, even on a holiday. Happy 4th of July to you. Hope you're listening by a pool somewhere with a drink in your hand. And if you're not, Hopefully you can get to one somewhat soon or you're just having a nice day. And if I can make it a little bit better, that's great. And if you're an everydayer, let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. I was there yesterday talking with everybody because Twitter doesn't really work a ton right now. So let's talk in the comments on YouTube. Support the channel by listening Monday through Friday. You're an everydayer then. And if you want to support it a little bit more, you don't need to give me money, anything like that. It's completely free here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just comment down below on YouTube. That's a great way to do it as well. So, what's a trade look like for Damian Lillard? So, if if, if you have the Miami Heat and their offers, Tyler Hero, who's not a bad player, but not like, heck yeah, I want Tyler Hero, and uh, one one first round pick. That's all they can offer, and you know the whatever Kyle Lowry is at this point in time, they. They can't offer much. New Orleans can beat that. New Orleans can beat that very easily too. But like I said in the beginning, you can't just beat it by a little bit. I wouldn't come in and be like, cool, here's my offer. It's 5% better than the Heat. It's 10% better than the Miami Heat. At that point, it might not be enough for them to screw over Dame and whatever fallout entails from that. You need to go... Not significantly over it, but not, not significantly over it. Do you need to go 50% better instead of 100% better, 25% better? That's a different story. And the good news is because Miami has such a bad offer, you can kind of do that without, leaving, without including key players. I think you have a deal that's structured around Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic coming to New Orleans and CJ McCollum, it's a little ironic, Jonas Valanciunas, Dyson Daniels, Kyra Lewis Jr., and Garrett Temple going to Portland, and then whatever first-round picks and swaps you got to include. It's probably going to be three first-round picks, maybe four, and swaps in those other years. I would do that. (laughs) I'll be honest. I would do that. A team that's Damian Lillard, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado still, though I think you might need to include him in that. Um, And still have Jordan Hawkins. Nurkic is your starter at center. Sounds great to me. What team? You know, there's some teams that are probably better in the West than that, but that team's competitive, y'all. That's a title contending team on paper. If everyone stays healthy, that team should be one of the last, you know, should be one of the top four in the Western Conference, easily could make the conference finals easily Damian Willard's never played with a team like that I think you could sell him on that and eventually he would be happy long term he can go and live in CJ McCollum's home makes it easy swap homes like when Josh Hart and Larry Nance Jr. did that oh yeah Larry Nance Jr. is on the team too you know so why does Portland do that deal they get more picks than they would from the Miami Heat and maybe better picks potentially but more is important there A year ago, they were deciding between Dyson Daniels and Shaden Sharp with the sixth pick, seventh pick in the draft, and they decided to go with Shaden Sharp, but they were very close and very high on Dyson Daniels and almost chose him. So they get a guy that they really liked. Jonas Valanciunas is an expiring deal. You can flip him later or just let him walk. CJ can be moved later or you could include a third team in this move CJ to the third team other team then sends picks or players to that you know Portland likes more but he's also a good mentor a good locker room guy we've seen that including that in him with a guy like scoot Henderson who it seems like they're really set on building around I think that makes a ton of sense there too and it's just you know a homecoming people would be really happy to see that or he could just be moved. In the future to another contender at the trade deadline or something like that. When a team's like, we need some help. Let's go. Look, Chris Taps Porzingis just got moved. He can get moved too. So I think a trade like that makes sense. Miami can't beat that offer, and you're not including Zion, Ingram, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones in that deal. But almost anyone else I think I'd be willing, be willing to include in a trade like that. And the picks, sure. Sure. Lakers pick, sure. Bucks pick, sure. Pal's pick, sure. Whatever it does, Lillard is just an awesome player. I don't buy jerseys. I would buy a a Lillard jersey pretty quickly, I think, um, to get him and bring him in here into the New Orleans Pelicans. I also think the number zero is just an awesome number for players to wear, and that's what Dame wears. So that would be really cool, too. I think it makes sense. Again, it's going to depend on Portland and if they want to do right by Dame or not, or if they want to do what's in the best interest of their franchise. So that's why you've got to offer enough. I think you've got to sell them on on screwing Dame over. And you do that with picks and players. And New Orleans can do that better than, you know, a lot of other teams that seem to actively, that we've heard reported, in the mix right now for Damian Lillard. So let me know. Would you be cool with that trade? CJ, JV, Dyson, Kyra, Temple. Say three or four and pick swaps. You happy with that trade? Would you do it? Nurkic, like, come back to New Orleans, spot starter. Who cares? He doesn't matter in this. So, I would do that deal. Let me know what you would do in the comments down below on YouTube. Dame time in New Orleans. Dame time with Zion Williamson. I love this idea. I'll be honest. I would do that. I think you can get Dame cheaper than you would be able to get otherwise. So, go for it. Take the big swing. Take the risk because you got to dismantle this team anyway. In the future, may as well... Try and be as good as possible in the meantime. So let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube tomorrow because the Locked On Pelicans podcast is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Summer League, let's look at the guys who could get a th- uh, that third two-way deal who might stand out in Summer League. What are we watching for? Does it even matter? It matters. We'll break it all down here on Locked On Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Enjoy the holiday.